I'm inviting you to join me for one of my favorite classes that I'm hosting the third week of June, how to plan, create, and execute a month of social media post in one day. Now, I have to tell you, this is my absolutely favorite class because people get results in real time, and it's been over a year since I've hosted it. Now, even if you've attended this class before, you're going to want to register for it because the team and I have completely revamped the class, and if you attend live, you're going to have the chance to win a private one-on-one coaching session with me. Yes, you and me in a coaching session. So learn how to create 30 days of content so that social media can be one of the easiest things you do for your business, not the hardest. Save your seat at jasminestar.com forward slash plan content. Or if it's easier, just send me a DM on Instagram and I will personally send you that link. Y'all know that I respond to my DMs. Now let's get started with the show. Okay, let's have a conversation. But first, I have a question for you. Do you have a brand story? For the longest time, I thought my brand story was how and why I started my business. But over the years, I've learned that it is so much more than that. And when told in a really engaging way, your brand story can actually be a powerful way to connect with your audience and encourage them to buy into the messaging behind what you're selling. If you don't have a brand story and you want to know what that is or how to create one and or how to share it, you will love my guest today, Celine DaCosta. Celine is a storytelling expert and a mindset coach for high profile entrepreneurs. She helps her clients become confident and fully expressed leaders with irresistible stories. I mean, you guys, if having an influential brand or if you want international media coverage, if you want thousands of raving fans, oh, this interview, Celine is going to take us to school on how to create a powerful brand story for more influence, income, and impact, even if you don't know where to start. Ready to dive in? Let's do this. Friends, I have to tell you that I am experiencing some amazing Bali energy. Our guest today is sitting with a view of the ocean on a beautiful part and parcel of the beach along the Bali coast, not with dark waters, but with crystal clear blue green waters. But before we get to that, I have to tell you that the person I had a conversation with happened very similar to the conversation I'm having now. It was around 7.30 PM and I don't normally ever take interviews at this time, but this was a really interesting opportunity that ended up turning into a digital friendship. I had an opportunity to speak and have a conversation to be interviewed for an article in Forbes highlighting the podcast. Now, I didn't know what to expect, except for the fact that I had a conversation and I just was asked a series of questions about the podcast. And I found myself like stutter stepping, stumbling, trying to find the right words, trying to impart my story, but still put the passion behind the podcast without sounding like, oh, it's just another business podcast. And then I found myself, you know, second guessing. And that is when Celine said, hold on, hold on. What I hear is ego the thing that's trying to protect the thing that you don't want to share. And I was like, what in the, like, who is this person on the other side? We finish about maybe eight to 10 questions. And at the end of this relatively short conversation, Celine reads what she heard between the lines. And that my friends is who I'm going to introduce you to the magic maker, the storyteller, the brand developer, and the person who reads behind the lines, behind the lines and between the lines. (laughs) Celine, welcome to the Jasmine Star Show. I am so happy you are here. 
Thank you. Wow, I got chills. That was such a beautiful and unique introduction. But yes, mm. here I am. <laughs> you know, I really try to bring people on the podcast who I have a personal connection to. I never want the podcast to become a platform. I want it to become a place where people have a conversation. So oftentimes people are driving in traffic or they're walking their pets or they're working out. And this is us seated around a table. And I want to say thank you for pulling up a seat and talking about your process and what makes you special. So um, I'm going to start here. And like I always say, the conversation goes where it's wanting to. The podcast episode always takes a life of its own. But I want to start about how to create a powerful brand story and to set the foundation of our conversation. Uh, I want to read something that you shared on Instagram recently. You said, quote, by definition, a brand story is a narrative of emotions and facts created by your brand. That's the logical cognitive left brain explanation. The holistic one, a brand story is how you make people feel through things that you do and say consistently. It's the energy that people pick up on when they're in your space, physical or virtual. It's the thing that they think about you when they can't put their finger on it, but they know it to be true. This is why when you're scrolling on your feed, some people may just feel icky to you. Something about their brand story is not resonating with your energy, beliefs, and your view of the world. It's also why you're inexplicably drawn to some people and can't get enough of them no matter what they do or say. A captivating, magnetic brand story isn't something you can think your way into. It's something thing you create by becoming. Okay. We can basically just end the podcast episode there. You drop the mic. Now, my follow-up question after reading this beautiful piece is number one, I believe this to be true. Mm-hmm. However, I don't really have the words to explain how you can become your brand story. I attempt to share this, but I want to hear it from you. How does one become their brand story? Mm. Well, first of all, I'm like, can you, I just, can you read me bedtime stories like my own Instagram captions from now on? I'm like, no, that was, that was like, wow. That sounds, it sounds way better than what I thought it when I wrote it. I was like, I mean, I'm, I was just kind of like screaming, but then you read that. I'm like, man, that's good. So thank I you. I will for- read you bedtime stories. I will read you bedtimes. I'm going to just make audios of your Instagram post and be like, here you go. Sweet dreams. Now, you know, on my birthday, Christmas, whatever, like, you know what I want from you. Um, so thank you for sharing that and reflecting that, that back to me because I um, when I write these captions I'm really just like in this total like channeling flow and then I just kind of put it out there and forget about it and then just the fact that you went through and and pulled out is 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 wow okay beautiful so yes I can absolutely answer that question for me to do that I need to walk you through a little bit of a process of um, how it is that you actually become your brand story so you know uh, this is what a lot of well I would say most of my clients come to me for because they have a story to tell or they want to tell their story they have a message they want to put themselves out there in a bigger way to have a brand that you know really creates that influence that impact and of course that income um, but they feel super super stuck and for you to become the brand story the short answer the very short answer and then I'll explain it is you need to align your private story with your public story. Now, what does that mean? So this is part of the process that I teach my clients. It's uh, There's four elements to creating that irresistible, irresistible brand story that you not only talk about, but you are. And the four steps is unlock, it's embody, design, and amplify. So the first two parts, unlock and embody, are the ones that I'm going to share around the becoming part. So... Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people are coming to me and they're having the struggle of, oh my God, 
I know I have something to say, but I don't know how to say it. And God, there's like all these people judging me. I'm really afraid of what people are going to say if I put myself out there so vulnerably, so rawly, or I, I don't, I'm not really sure if I'm interesting enough. And there's all these, this, this whole narrative. And the first thing that I ask is why are you not telling your story in the first place? And what you will find is the reason why we struggle with becoming a brand story is because of all the stories that are in our subconscious that we are telling ourselves about ourselves. Because Jasmine, the most important story you will ever tell is the story you tell yourself about yourself. And we start there. Hold on. Which is the most important story you will tell yourself is the story about yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's the story that you are telling yourself about who you are, what you believe in, what you're capable of, what you're not capable of, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, and the list goes on. And so the first step to becoming that brand story is understanding what's holding you back in the first place from stepping into your fullest expression and fullest potential. What is it? What is it that's keeping you from sharing yourself in that way? And sharing that narrative. And a lot of times it really boils, it's quite, you know, there's all these stories, but what it boils down to is uh, limiting beliefs and disempowering stories. You're telling yourself around, you know, I'm not worthy of sharing this message. I'm an imposter. So-and-so is doing it better than me. What will my mom say? What will my classmates say? What will so-and-so think? Um, I have too many things to my story. My story is too traumatic. I mean, I could literally give you like a whole freaking scroll of all the reasons why people don't step up and put themselves out there in a bigger way. So the first piece is really unlocking what are those limiting beliefs, disempowering stories that you're telling yourself. And most of the time, this is so challenging for a lot of entrepreneurs because it's happening in your subconscious. So it's not even something that you're aware of. It's something that's happening in the back end. So the first step is how do we bring these disempowering stories, these limiting beliefs from your subconscious, bubble them up to the surface and then be like, I'm going to rewrite this. I'm going to rewrite the way that I see myself and the reasons why I'm telling myself what I can and cannot do. So that's the first part. Okay. Can we pause here for a second? Of course. Because we've hit the ground running, but I want to take a step back. And oftentimes what I hear from podcast listeners is that they're like, I resonate with, but, and the minute there's a but, or the minute there's an if, it's like a part of our brain turns off to what the holistic approach the whole picture of what we're going to talk about today. So I don't think Selena's saying, nor do I believe that the minute you wake up, you're thinking about 37 toxic thoughts or 37 stories about yourself. It's not as if you wake up and you say, oh, my mom will never believe in me. Oh, my partner doesn't support me. My kids think it's silly that I'm on TikTok. Whatever those stories are, there's a good chance they're not all happening at the same time. But right now, as we're having this conversation, you're going to have a heightened awareness that when somebody asks you a question or you have an idea, what is the first thing that comes up? It might not be you're not supported by your partner or that your mother doesn't believe in you. It might be like, oh, well, I'm not sure. That right there is the seedling to a long string of limiting beliefs and stories that you tell yourself. So as we go in through the rest of this conversation, we're not trying to convince you of anything. This is the reality that affects a lot of people. The amount of time it takes for us to bounce back from those preliminary thoughts is how we know we are becoming more and more successful at embracing our story and rewriting a new one. So as a point in time, I don't want anybody being like, ah, it's not for me. It's like, no, no, no. Let's bring awareness to this. And then now that Celine is talking about becoming, what then do we move to next? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I love how you summarize that because when you wake up, 
we have 60,000 thoughts per day and 95% of those thoughts are happening in your subconscious. And so the 5% of you that's like, all right, I'm ready to go. I love my life. Like, gotta go. Let's go. Let's, you know, crush this is so like, you know, it's really like you want to do it. You want to get it done. But then there's all these thoughts, all these things that are ruminating in the background. And if you just let them do that without being aware of them, that's what's it's, it's like wearing weights on your ankles and you're trying to run. Right. So you got to be aware. Oh my God, there's weights on my ankles. I got to take this off and then I can run faster and I can get to my yes. final destination faster. Yes. And your ability to learn how to shorten that process from, oh my gosh, I'm like stuck in this for a week of despair as opposed to, oh my God, I see you. Let me sit down and process it and get this out of my system in 30 minutes is really going to be the difference between allowing your story to own you versus taking ownership over your story. So that's the first piece. The second piece is the embodiment piece. And once you're aware of like, here's the things that are, it's like, you know, here's the things holding me back. I'm going to take off my ankle weights. I'm, I'm ready to run. Okay. Like, where do I want to run? Where do I want to go? And and how fast do I want to go? Like, what's my destination? And so now that you have been able to be aware and have a process for releasing the things that are holding you back on a subconscious level, now you step into the embodiment, which is getting a very clear understanding of what is your why, what is your vision, and what are your values? Because for you to show up and tell a story, which is the third phase is design, which is the actual creating of the brand story, like picking which parts you talk about the hero's journey and whatnot for you to really get there. A lot of people just want to like skip to step number three, which is the creation of the brand story, but no copywriter that you hire, no brand strategist that you hire is actually going to be able to understand the essence and the energy and the energetics of your story if you yourself don't get it. So it's really important to be connected and be able to articulate what that deeper why is, why you're waking up every single day in the first place and doing what you do. Why is it that you do it? Having a vision. And by that, when I say the vision, the vision is the what. Okay. So you have a why, what are you doing? And typically what I take my clients through is who is it that you want to serve? Really? Not, I don't want to like some demographic, like 30 to 45 year olds, like living in middle America, like earning like, no, 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 no. It's like really understanding who is this person, which so oftentimes is a previous version of yourself. What is their pain like? What's keeping them up at night? What lights them up? And really getting so deep into your audience's heart, then you can feel them. So empathy is a big part here. And then what transformation, what kind of transformation do you want to bring into their life through the work that you do? And, and just getting really clear on that. And what are the values that drive your actions? You know, if one of your family values, for example, is family and you are running a business or, you know, messaging in a way that's being like, you got to get, you got to hustle, you got to be busy all the time, like 12 hour days, no matter what, then you're totally in contradiction with your own values. And so you're not actually embodying your message. So this, in this phase, you got to get really clear on why do you do what you do? What are you doing for others? And what do you want to create in, in your, in your work? And what are the values that are driving you? Because the idea is that when we move into the design phase, which is actually creating the hero's journey, every single thing that you say Everything that you share and and the ways that you present yourself, whether it be in social media or a webinar or on a stage or in a book, anything that comes out of you is in total and complete alignment with the truth of who you are. Mm, Okay. So we're going to go back to where we started, which was the quote from Instagram. And something that like popped off the page was like, for some reason, we could feel icky about a business or a brand. 
And then for some other inexplicable reason, we feel an affinity, we feel a closeness, we feel like known and seen by a stranger on the internet because of how they made us feel. There is not just a good chance and not just a great chance, but I'm talking a highly, highly likely chance that this person has gone through the exact journey that Selena is articulating. Now, whether or not they sat with a professional to do it, I can't speak to that, but I can speak with certainty that there's a very, very, very slim possibility that somebody could speak and resonate with an audience so deeply without being truly connected to why they're doing what they're doing, what they're providing for others, and what it means for them in a professional capacity. Now, having said that, does it sound like it's a lot of work? Well, I think it depends on the mindset going in. But before that, people might be listening and be like, ooh, I'm not sure if all of this is for me. And we want to talk about like not just feeling good, but how does a brand story really relate about getting results? How do you tell somebody to be like, Celine, this feels like a lot of work. What's on the back end for me? Like, why, why should I be doing this from a business sense? Not just like a personal holistic, I want to feel good about my brand sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can absolutely, I love answering this question because it has so much to do with consumer psychology, but even deeper than that, the yes. DNA of being human the DNA of being human. So let's look at story. First of all, story is the most ancient form of communication. We were telling stories before like cavemen were telling stories to communicate and get messages across. Back in 2000, 3000, 5000 BC, we didn't have funnels. We didn't have, you know, strategies and online and computers and things like that. We had stories. That is how we got one message from one person's mind into another. Like this is how we transmute an idea from one person to the other. And we are genetically wired. It's in our DNA to respond to stories. Like there has been countless studies that prove that when you are engaged in a story, a certain part of your brain lights up and you are releasing feel-good chemicals like oxytocin and dopamine. Like It's actually releasing chemicals in your brain that helps you feel good. And the results are you're more empathetic, you're more likely to feel connected, uh, you're more social. So there's all these benefits to actually being engaged in in a story. And so what does this mean when we look at business and we look at marketing, we look at branding? Well, when you're telling a story like this is, again, it's as old as time, you are literally, it's a direct highway into people's hearts and into their emotional centers and into like their feelings, which is very, very relevant because as a Harvard um, study proved, 95% of our purchasing decisions are made in the subconscious and then justified by logic. So we make our decisions on our emotional state and then we like bring in our, you know, our powerful yet limited 5% conscious mind to come in and justify why we decided on what we, what we did. So when it comes to the brand story, and I, I, this is why I differentiated in my caption that there's that cognitive left brain explanation. And then there's a holistic one because, you know, when I'm saying, telling you like, Jasmine, like a brand story is the narrative of the logic, the facts and the emotion that your brand evokes. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Um, But what does that really mean? What it means is that at the end of the day, people feel drawn to you and they buy from you and they trust you because of how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. And how you make them feel, like energy does not lie, Jasmine. It does not lie. Have you ever been in a room, you walk into a room where you see, maybe you see somebody and you haven't even spoken to them, you don't know them, but you can feel that they're so pissed off and you like don't even want to be near them. 
or something along the lines of where you walk into a room and you're like, wow, that person is magnetic. I want to be near them. Or that person like looks really pissed and angry at life. I don't even want to have a conversation with them. It's the same thing when you're putting yourself into the online space. You can be there pretending like nobody can see that you're really pissed off or you're angry or you're living in a scarcity mindset. But the way that you speak, the way that you present yourself, the things that you say are going to give all of that away subconsciously. And so people, like if you're getting on, you know, uh, I'll give you an example, like a story or you're writing a caption and you're like, Hey guys, like, listen to like, I made a hundred K month and you know, money, like I really hustle for that. It's so important, blah, blah, blah. And in the back end, you have the scarcity mindset and you define your worth by money. And that's all you care about. And you have zero time for your family. Someone's not going to look, read your caption and know all of that about you, but they're going to feel that something's out of integrity. They're going to be like, "Mm, I don't know. There's something about this person that just doesn't resonate with me. And so when we're looking at the brand story is how do you engineer? And, and when I say engineer, I don't mean artificially, organically, naturally engineer, like the energetics of your brand and the energy and the emotions that people feel. And when they come into contact with you through the things that you say, the things that you do, your actions and, and, you know, the programs that you choose to run, the things that you choose to sell, how you choose to sell them, it's going to become very clear when you are in integrity with your story or not. And what's really, really magical is that, you know, when we're looking at consumer psychology, that when people feel you and they're like, wow, I love you, it doesn't freaking matter what you sell. Like you could be, you know, jumping from one product. I mean, I don't recommend this, but you could, you know, do one product and then next year be like, I'm going to do something else. And the same audience is still going to be following you because they're just, they just resonate with who you are and what you stand for. And anything you create, they will follow. I mean, look at Apple, right? You have a music device and then they create a phone and then it's a computer and then it's like a home that, and it's like, well, I thought you were selling music and now you're selling phones and now you're selling this, but it doesn't matter because I trust you and I love what you stand for. So when we are talking about the narratives and we're talking about our brand story, what if somebody's listening right now and they have two equally important narratives. One might be a personal narrative, like I'm doing this to show my children as possible. Their why narrative personally is I want to show my children as possible. I want to retire my partner. I want to do all these things, but that's personal. Then there's this professional and their professional narrative and their why should be like, I want to empower women to lose weight and love themselves in a healthy way. Do you recommend for people to share both of their narratives or to keep the personal one personal? Like the behind the scenes? Or do you think that you should really focus on what you have on the outside that's value driven for the end consumer? So super powerful question. And what I would push back and say is that I heard a why and then I heard a what? I heard a why and then I heard a vision from you just now. And what I, you know, teach my clients is connect to your why. The issue, the reason why people aren't connecting with their why is because they're like, well, that doesn't sound good or like that, you know, I don't know what people would think about my why. I I don't know what they would say. Like my why, I just Mm want to be a role model for my daughter. I just want to, you know, wake up every day and be an absolute, like live a blissful, peaceful life. I just, my why is to spend nature. Like what does that have to do with like my business coaching or like my, you know, relationship coaching or whatever other, you know, my e-commerce, what does that have to do with it? And what I share, you know, with clients and I'll share with you now is that your why um, and there's a lot of science behind this, and I and I, I won't go into the nitty gritty of it, but the very short version, and again, I'm I'm oversimplifying here. Your why is a feeling. It's an emotion. It lives in the limbic part of your brain, and it's actually like this feeling of how do you want to feel every day? What is that like ultimate peak feeling that you're like, wow, I'm a hundred percent aligned with 
with life. That's your why and it's yours and yours only, Jasmine. So if you want to share it, you can. But don't share it because you want people to, you know, think like, oh, that's a sweet why, you know. Um, But rather, like if it comes from your heart and you want to share it, go for it. But you actually don't have to share it at all. It's your why. It's your feeling. And not only that, it's going to be, you know, one of the things I work with my clients with is how do we get this feeling into a language, like into a a single pointed sentence that is almost like a bookmark for the feeling because it's, it can't like actually be captured in, in one sentence, but we can get super close and have that sentence so you can like get back into the feeling. So again, the why is an emotion and it's important to start with that because at the end of the day, if you are taking your decisions with the understanding that your decisions are mostly coming from your emotional state, if you are taking your decisions in your business and in your life from that high peak emotional state of your why, can you see how your decision-making is naturally going to be aligned and you're naturally going to choose better and and take direction that actually feels good to you and right to you? Mm, so I love this. So yeah. your why is personal. You shouldn't feel any pressure no. to share it because it sounds great, or you shouldn't feel any pressure not to share it because you think it doesn't sound great. It's a total personal decision, but that goes back to aligning your decision so that you know you are in your place of power. I know that you do this with your clients, and I do not want to oversimplify it. But now that we know what like a brand story is, we know what a narrative is, we know why on a subconscious level we are attracted to some brands and then we're repelled from others. And now that we know that. It is important for us and we are powerful in keeping our why. After all of this, somebody listens is like, wow, okay, let me let me see what I can do. Before I re- talk to Celine or before I ever like start following her, let me see, like, how does one share your brand story like on a website or social media or personally if they're meeting with like a, a client or a customer? Mm, how do they share the brand story? Yeah. So it is a, it is an ongoing process, but I'm going to make it very very simple and kind of give like A B C D. Oh, so love it. Can, you know what that I mean? That is okay. Right now, listeners, <laughs> if you are if you're like bring out a pencil, a pencil. What <laughs> yes. is this? 1997. You can bring out a pen. I was going to bring out your quill. Bring out a quill <laughs> and a scroll. No, no, no. Bring out an iPad. Bring out your phone. Bring out any type of writing device because even though this is oversimplified, when you look. And you make a mind and visual connection to what Celine is going to break down. We can actually take action and then see how are we putting it into motion. Okay, yes. Celine. Okay, cool. So first step is unlock. So I'm going to ask you a question. The first question, and these are some of these are journaling prompts, and some of these are going to be actions. So unlock is ask yourself why am I not telling my story in the first place? And be super honest. Is it because oh. you're feeling insecure? Is it because you don't feel like so good? Oh (laughs) my God. Why are you not telling your story in the first place? And I can give you some hints, but I really want this to come from your honesty. Don't just take this and be like, oh, it's what Celine said. It tends to be because uh, you're afraid of what insert person, institution thing will think or say about you. It's because you feel like your story is boring and not interesting enough. And I can nip that in the bud right now. There is no such thing. Everybody has a story to tell. I've worked with enough people and interviewed enough people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds to tell you that. And it could be because you're not really sure what to start or you feel very overwhelmed by your story. Like there's too many pieces or it's too heavy and you don't want to feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's like a, a lot of people say that, oh, I don't want people to feel like I'm bragging or like I'm talking, you know, I'm asking for empathy or whatever it is. It could also be, yeah, because you just don't have the structure. So again, ask yourself, why am I not telling the story in the first place? And then I want you to list out all of the disempowering stories that you're telling yourself right now in your mind around why you can't put yourself out there fully and and have whatever goals that you have right now in your business, why you can't have them. What are the stories that you're telling yourself about why you can't have the things that you want? 
And this is like a very much looking within and getting super, super real and honest with yourself. Now, once you have literally put it on paper and you're eyeballing it, you can't unsee it. You can't like hide from it anymore. So one of the most powerful ways of exposing those disempowering stories is to literally write them out and be like, wow, I'm telling this about myself. And as a result, I'm not making the money I want to make. I'm not reaching the people I want to reach. I'm not putting myself out there the way that I want to. Here's the, here's the culprit. It's the story, right? So now the next step is, is we want to find that thing that is bigger you, the only way you're going to break through the stories, these disempowering stories, and the reasons why you're not telling a story is by finding the bigger reason why you must. And that is like when your desire and your mission and your purpose overpowers your fear, any fear. And of course, for the fears, there's processes, there's techniques, there's tools, but just simply that like, wow, this is my story and what I have to share with the world is so much bigger than anything that's holding me back. Just having that realization for yourself is going to motivate you. So in the embodiment piece, I want you to write your why and your why it doesn't have to be anyone but yours. It can be anything that you want. Like how to find your why is what are the feelings that you want to wake up every morning and feel like, mm-hmm. you know, connection with my daughter, connection with my husband, joy, fulfillment, bliss, write that out because that's the feelings that you're going to want to reconnect to for as much as you can. And then your vision, which is what you were referring to Jasmine, which is, well, who do you want to help? And that the whole, like, I want to help. I want to empower women to do this, this, and that. That's the vision. That's not the why. The why is the why. And then the vision is, well, who do you want to help and how do you want to help them? So that's like uh, the I help statement would be that Um, and the values. And you can pick your top three to five if you really connect with yourself. Like what are the things that you always want to represent in your brand? And for me, for example, it's connection, it's consciousness, and it's courage. Those are my big values. Um, I have a few more, but those are the big ones that really are like every time I show up in my brand, this is how I want people to walk away feeling. And this is how I want them to what I want them to know about my brand. Now, in step three is the design phase, which is this is your hero's journey. This is your, you know, zero to hero. Okay, now let's literally take out a piece of paper and craft your hero's journey. And your hero's journey, again, I have a process and a technique for that, but the short version is who were you like before the transformation? Like who were you? Where did you come from? What is the problem? the big problem that came into your life that you were suffering from and you were struggling with? What was the aha moment, that climax, that breakdown moment where you're like, I call it the f- the sh- moment and where you're just like, no, I cannot take this anymore. I have must choose a new life. Who did you become after that f- the sh- moment? What did you do? What were the obstacles and the hurdles that you jumped? And finally, what happened on the other end of it? What gift do you have to now give to people who are maybe starting that journey? So that's essentially the, the skeleton of the brand story is that how did you go from being Luke Skywalker and being totally f-ing clueless to having this whole journey where you figured it out and now you're Yoda and you're in the position to teach other sco- Luke Skywalkers how to Yoda. That's basically like the, the condensed version. And then finally you have Amplify. Once you have your story, and you understand, wow, this is the transformation that I want to share with my audience, with my Luke Skywalkers. Now it's to answer your original question is, well, how do I put it out there? And so what you're going to want to do is you're going to have, want to have, this is the amplification phase where it's publicity, it's marketing, it's branding. It's actually the pumping out of the story. 
And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to have, this is even for your own reference, like your brand story, like it's really, this is what I do with my clients because it's just helpful to have it all written out somewhere. And Mm. not because you're going to read it out loud every time you get on a podcast or you get on a webinar. That is not it because it's a, it's living and breathing. It lives with you, but so that you know what the trajectory of your own journey is. And what you're going to want to do is consistently be seeding parts of it in your social media. You're going to want to, you know, create a five minute version that you can share in your webinars. You're going to want to create a two page version that you can share in your about, about me, um, a two paragraph version that you can share in your media bio. So basically once you have it, literally you get it out of your brain and you're like, wow, this is brand story. I feel so aligned with it. It's a matter of either condensing it, shortening it or enlarging it to fit the platform that you're in. So webinar would be that, that like quick five minute story that gets people to know, trust and like you. Instagram would be just a little snippet of like a certain moment or a certain day where you like, you can just write like a post about that moment. For example, that's one post right there. Another post could be about like all the things you did to transform. When you're writing a book, you can imagine that's your 300 page version of the brand story. (laughs) The idea is get the skeleton down and you can make it as, um, I don't know how to, what I'm showing you. I don't know how to, ver- maybe you can help me with the words, Jasmine, but it's like, here's the brand story. And then you can go like that. You know, you can amplify it. You can shorten it depending on what platform it is. And that's when you bring in the 20% strategy, by the way, as Tony Robbins says, success is 80% psychology, 20% strategy, 80% of the bulk of this work is those three steps. The 20% is being like, cool, like, where do I put this? How do I chop up the story and, you know, put it across my content for the next 30 days? And that part is super figureoutable. But what makes it not figureoutable is how all the confusion and stuckness and overwhelm that comes from the unlock embodiment and design phase, if you don't have that ironed out. Okay. We're about 30 minutes into this conversation. And even if you're listening to this and you think, okay, that's cool. That's not where I'm at yet. I'll get to the brand story once I, and then a series of ellipses. Number one, there's no judgment. But number two, I believe that if you want to get very serious about your business, we're not talking about a brand. We're talking about you as a human and as a person. For you to do the first two steps of this would be the greatest thing you could ever do for your business. You must ask yourself, why am I not sharing my story? And also ask yourself, who needs to hear the story. And then when you could take yourself out of yourself, take yourself out. And just to quote Celine, when you could remove the ego of protecting oneself, that your level of self-awareness, even if you've incorporated it to a brand story or not. And so I'm going to go back and I'm going to connect with Celine. But the whole time she's talking, the only thing I'm thinking is like, my God, she's not even talking about branding and she's not talking about a brand story as much as she is guiding people to self-awareness. Now I read this actually, it's crazy that this is coming up, but there was a study from Cornell University and they conducted an in-depth study of 72 high-performing CEOs and the Cornell researchers had a surprising conclusion that the success, the key metrics of success, it wasn't grit, it wasn't focus, it wasn't education, decision-making skills, strategic planning, or IQ. It was self-awareness. What Mm. Celine is giving you is the keys to self-awareness. She asks nothing more. I ask nothing more. A self-aware business owner is a successful business owner because you know your gaps, 
You're not trying to protect and you're trying to empower others. Now, what uh, Celine just mentioned was the 80% and the 20%, the 20% strategy. Celine, for people who are like, this is just getting me to where I want to go. I want to go deeper with understanding this. Like I would suggest for people to connect with you online, to follow you on social media. I also know that you work with clients. How can people find you? How can they go deeper? How can they get a better understanding and dive deep into self-awareness? And then as a result, have a really killer brand story. Wow. Talk about reading between the lines. You slayed me, Jasmine. Look at you. (laughs) Stop. You're absolutely correct, by the way. We're here talking about brand story, but what I'm actually talking about is is holistically for your business and your life. And those first two steps, the unlock and embody, I'm specifically giving it to you through the lens of brand story. But if you just do those two steps, you will notice massive transformations in how you show up in your business and how you overcome obstacles faster, more efficiently, and more in alignment to who you are. So absolutely, self-awareness here is the actual gift, even more than the brand story. The brand story is just the outcome of this work that you do. So, Well, you're the gift, okay? Self-awareness isn't the gift. You are the gift embodied. (laughs) How do people connect with you? You You are amazing. Yes, thank you. Um, So I, how people can connect with me. The first thing I'm going to say, the only thing you need to know is how to spell my name correctly because this gets a lot of people. Um, so <laughs> my website, I'm going to spell it out. It's selinacosta.com. It's C-E-L-I-N-N-E-D-A-C-O-S-T-A. Uh, so don't ask me why, but it's one L, two Ns. That's just how it goes. So we'll link it in the show notes too. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> Beautiful. So what I would ask you to do for those of you who are really resonating with this episode is to go on my website, definitely sign up for, um, I actually have a free guide there on three secrets on how to create a magnetic brand story. So you can actually start this journey mm-hmm. with some really powerful free resources by going on my website. There you can also learn more about the work that I do. As Jasmine mentioned, I do offer private coaching. I also understand that the spots are quite limited and it's not for everybody. So so there are other options in there, including my Master Your Story group program that has is a be- really beautiful container for you to do this work with yourself, as well as with um, an amazing group of people around you. The other way that you can find me, if you're sitting here wondering, hmm, I love all of this. And, and also, you already sold my Instagram caption. So um, hey. if you're like, how do I learn more about this? How do I stay uh, connected to the sense of self-awareness, continue receiving tips, continue receiving guidance? Highly recommend that you go and follow my Instagram account at Celine DaCosta, where I'm posting about this constantly, always offering you all some free tips, some free advice, and um, some information to continue guiding you on this journey. And also to show you how, not just tell you how it's done, but to show you how you can do this for yourself as well. And then any other channels you're into, um, I'm at Celine DaCosta on all of them, but you will find me playing the most on Instagram and uh, my email list. And just in case you're not sure if you should follow her on Instagram, she consistently posts beautiful, stunning content from Bali, which is where she's living. If nothing else, it'll give you wanderlust in the realest of ways. Celine, thank you. I am so happy that our paths crossed. I am so happy that you saw me for me and you called me out to the carpet the same way that I call other people out. It was a gift to be unexpectedly coached by you. And it is a gift to have you on the podcast, teaching people, guiding them and empowering them to find their brand story as well as a deeper level of self-awareness. I appreciate you. I think you are a force. Thank you a thousand times over. Thank you so much for having me. And for everyone listening, I just want to leave you with this. You have a story to tell and there are people who are so ready to hear it. So go and tell it. Ugh. Drop the mic right here. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Thank you, doll. I appreciate it. Thank you. I just want to say 
Thank you for listening to the Jasmine Star Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. The team and I read each and every review and take them to heart so we can keep creating more of what you love. So please, if you have any feedback, praise, suggestions, all of the above for the show, I'd love to read them on an iTunes review. This one made me smile today. So shout out to Rosanna Gill. You might be coming for the marketing, social media, and business tips, but you're staying for the authenticity and beautiful honesty that is Jasmine. She lays herself out there in a way that creates a safe space for others to do the same for themselves. And it is beautiful. Bam. Thank you, Rosanna. I hope to read your review in one of our future episodes. So take 30 seconds, leave a little love and I will return it right back to you. Until then, I'll chat with you soon.